0: This is the WorkSmart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 265. Rob DeGroof goes online. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your
1: host, Jason Lynette.
0: Let's take this international party over to the Netherlands. Hey, it's Jason Lynette and excited to have Rob DeGroof back on the program in this special series where we're highlighting the work of people who have been doing hypnosis online And live and interactive video conference for a number of years. And Rob is over in Belgium, over in the Netherlands. And I reached out to Rob because he put up an interesting video, which we'll share this in the show notes over at WorksmartHypnosis.com, talking about how the Netherlands is a very small community and how. The aspects of working interactively online is something that's a bit new over there, but also kind of noticing the trend of exactly how people are now, of course, warming up to the idea, how he has a wife from Bulgaria, and she's often communicating with family through online video conference as well, and just kind of this going marketing trend right now where people are kind of shifting over and realizing this is just as viable. And in this conversation, you're going to hear Rob and I go into a dialogue about how basically it becomes an extension of your pre-talk. How do you deal with the situation if the call may drop out? How do you modify some of the specific tactics that you use? And how do you better condition not only the client, but even yourself to have a much more successful experience? And I'd share in this dialogue, too, we talk about the ongoing nature of training, that I tell the story that it's like seven years ago, I was launching a digital course, and I was at a conference selling a product with an empty table, when everyone else had a stack of DVDs. Nowadays, Rob and I decided to trade our programs to each other, rather than give each other money, and a few clicks, and we, you know, release the Kraken of all things, all of our education. So again, this place where a trend is shifting, innovation is moving forward especially now in a time where people can definitely benefit from the skills of professional hypnosis. So be sure to check out the show notes of this episode at worksmarthypnosis.com because there's a couple of videos that Rob has put up recently that we'll get permission to add those here as well for you to check out. And while you're there too, check out worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash now online to go to that page, which no punctuation No space in the middle, just forward slash now online. That'll redirect over to episode 260, which is where I did the first episode to kind of kick off this coronavirus response series. And on that page, there are several step-by-step technical tutorials to show you how to use some of these video conferencing platforms. There's a bit of a shopping guide in terms of what technologies and what resources I'm happy to endorse and recommend. There's a listing of upcoming live interactive online online training events, to use this as a time to further your skills and advance your education in terms of helping your clients. And that's kind of our hub where we keep adding more content of exactly how to be out there helping clients, even though we might not necessarily be able to be in the exact same room. So check that out, worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash now online. So with that, let's jump into this content pack session. Here we go. Episode number 265. Rob DeGroof goes online. Hey, Rob. So I invited you to be on here during this special series because I know you've got an interesting take on this being in uh, Europe in terms of how we modify our hypnosis process. But for those of you that uh, are new to Rob, Rob, could you briefly introduce yourself?
1: Okay. So I'm uh, Rob uh, Groof from uh, Belgium. Uh, I'm the owner of the hypnosis center in Belgium. Uh, I work here with uh, seven therapists in uh, three different cities. And I'm also the owner of the European Hypnosis Academy. At the moment, um, I'm traveling um, the world. Not at the moment, of course, but that's uh, uh, what was on my schedule. Uh, Traveling and uh, teaching a lot in uh, Belgium as well. I don't do that much sessions anymore as I did in uh, the past. I still do sessions, but not like uh, five a day, five days a week anymore, because I'm more concentrated on running the business and uh, doing the, the trainings and the traveling.
0: Yeah, which I love that as an intro to this. That the further we get into our career, I began doing like upwards of thirty-five to forty-five sessions a week, and I, I called it out in my early years, going, "Hey, I'm young at this. I can burn out now." Um, and I'd say that's probably where I built a lot of my skill. When nowadays, even as a lot of the work has pivoted online, keeping it to be about maybe you know ten to fifteen, sometimes just twelve or so appointments a week, because as I say, running clearly doing hypnosis sessions is not the only hypnosis thing that I do. And you fit into that category as well. And for those that want to go back, episode number 167 of this series, we'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, That came out in June of 2018, was when Rob was first on the program. So we're talking about online hypnosis and some of the modifications that are being made as the whole virus pandemic is going on. And Rob, do you have some thoughts you can kind of share to kind of uh, kick us into this dialogue here?
1: Yeah. So um, of course, the the, the time is uh, making us uh, changing our business to the to online. Um, here in Belgium, it's it's not that um, that easy because uh, my my therapist. I was still in Australia when everything happened, and uh, I asked my therapist to uh, start. Calling the clients, uh, because here in Belgium, the first date was uh, the 3rd of April uh, that we couldn't uh, do sessions one-to-one. And now it's uh, already the 5th and it will be prolonged, of course. Uh, So I asked my therapist to start calling the clients who had a a session uh, scheduled uh, during that period. And uh, only like maybe 2% of our clients were happy to do an online session. Most of them said, okay, no worries, we will do it uh, after 3 uh, of April. Uh, simply because of the fact that here in Belgium people are not that used to um, do conversations online of course they are getting used to it now because uh, you see these things on, on television now that uh, people uh, have to um, do video calls with their uh, grandparents who are in uh, retirement homes who are totally closed for visitors and things like that so they start getting used to it but still for um, a hypnosis session they are like oh no no no, I want to I want to see you one-to-one and I think it's it's a bit of the culture because everything is close by here in belgium you can only like drive two hours and then you, you leave the country. So everybody uh, lives close by, they, they go and visit each other and they don't do that much online sessions. I see the difference because I'm married to um, somebody from Bulgaria. My wife is from Bulgaria and her mother lives uh, still in Bulgaria. So they are uh, video chatting all the time. So they have that culture because a lot of Bulgarians are, are living all around the world. And uh, they are used to it, so that's um, that's a different uh, approach.
0: There's something to highlight, and this is a conversation that we haven't yet done in this series, which is that sometimes in business, you have to sell the platform before you can actually sell the product. And what I mean by this is I go back to a time frame where I had just launched my online courses, and I was at a hypnosis convention when everyone else had a big stack of DVDs on their table, and I had an empty table. And quite honestly, this was like 2013. My goal of that event was empty table, highest sales, <laughs> that I was not delivering anything tangible. When nowadays, I, I think to Rob, when you and I, I think it was like two years ago that you came over and you said to me, it's like, oh, I want to pick up your business program. And I responded, oh, good. I want to pick up all of your stuff too. Let's just trade. <laughs>
1: yeah, <act all> right.
0: <laughs> Where the, the idea of you know, simply clicking a few buttons and suddenly we had unleashed the Kraken of all of our information to each other. Um, That was something we didn't have as knowledge 20 years ago and now that's a conversation we can easily have. So let's go back to that. You said you only had a small percentage drop off?
1: Uh, No, the the, most of the people asked to do the session after the so reschedule after the third of uh, so only like two or three percent of uh, the people wanted to do an online session. So my my uh, I had a team meeting an online team meeting with my uh, seven therapists uh, yesterday, and I decided to um, create a video where I will explain how an online session is uh, going on, how they have to install themselves uh, at home because uh, I did. Uh, a lot of uh, online sessions already in the past with with uh, people who live uh, abroad uh belgian people or dutch people but also people uh english uh, speakers from all around the world and a lot of the times uh, you see yeah they start the session and then you see they have the the, the laptop on their knees and then you say no i, d- I want you to put the laptop on a table so that it's stable so that it can't fall when you you know you never know how they're gonna react in in the hypnosis or that there are still like children uh, running around, uh, <laughs> or animals running around, and things like that. So I think um, a good idea is, and that's something I'm I'm going to do the the next days. Is to create a video wherein I explain and and uh, show them how they they have to prepare for a good online session at their home. So they have to go and sit in a in a room where nobody will disturb them. Uh, how they have to install their their tablet or their their phone or their uh, laptop so that it's uh, good and stable, so that that people um, see that it, it's it's actually something that that's actually for me an online session is exactly the same as a one-to-one session and yes. it, it works it works uh, sometimes even better and uh, because they're at their own home they're at that ease and and but people have to um get uh, informed uh, about uh, the the way that we we are going to work the next few months um uh, i think because i here in belgium they are still holding to the 5 of april but i'm quite sure it will be some in in the netherlands they uh, decided uh Tonight, that uh, all events uh, will be uh, cancelled until the first of June. So mm-hmm. I think we we are going to follow. We are so close by. So, uh...
0: right. And I, I think there is at least you know it's a different situation. And I hate to give this as an example that you know someone in your family or maybe even you goes through something very specific and medical, and it be kind of rude of someone to go. Well, no, that doesn't work for me. We're kind of all in this together. Yeah, I had to explain to my kids that uh, we're launching this one. uh, We're recording in the middle of March. This is actually launching on April 9th. Uh, Happy birthday, Max. It's the seventh birthday as this comes out in the future. Uh, But having to explain to my kids is like, we've never been through this before. And you and I were chatting before we jumped in that I was communicating with people for a class that was in April that we just moved over to July and already opening up the dialogue, but still, this is remaining optimistic. I want to go back to exactly what you just talked about, though, which I think this is the solution. And this is really kind of what we've done with hypnosis ever since many of us got into this, that we are setting that frame, and then inviting someone into it. So you're talking about uh, doing an educational resource for your staff, so they now know how to do these sessions, right?
1: Uh, no, no, it's more uh, for the clients. Uh, oh, beautiful. I, 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 yeah, even better. Yeah, I really wanted to make a video that the clients can see how they have to install uh, at home that, that they are ready. So that the moment that the, my, one of my therapists uh, comes online and, and, and uh, uh, that they don't have to tell the client anymore, oh, no, maybe you have to put your laptop like this or you have to put your phone like this so i have a better view so if the clients are already uh, prepared uh, educated how they have to prepare themselves to have a good session then i think there will also be, be more trust in 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 whatever is going on so because i think one of the the problems at the moment i think the, there are two things uh, playing here in Belgium. Uh, the first thing is they're not used to to using the, these platforms, especially not for for therapeutic uh, interventions. Uh, and the second is, of course, the fact that there there was the date, uh, the third of April. Now it's the fifth of April, so mm-hmm. it was was still uh, very close by, and they said, "Okay, let's just." Uh, postpone it and then we will do the session later. But I think the moment our government will uh, announce that the dates um, will be much later uh, in the future, that everything will go back to normal, then People will uh, understand that they they yeah they have to do something uh, alternative if they want uh, a good session. So um, so we we actually we, we the 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 law says that we can still do sessions, but then it has to be uh, an urgent ses- session. So somebody was mm-hmm. was in a in a program for depression or something and really needs you. Then you. We are still allowed to do a one uh, one-on-one session, but of course, most of the clients uh, don't want to to travel uh, and don't want to take the risk. So they they eventually they will go to to that uh, they will opt in for uh, an online session. But then I want uh, also to be prepared and and give them a good uh, a video so that they can be prepared to do a good session.
0: Yeah, what's What's great about what you just said there is how, if we look at the nature of, again, the standard process of hypnosis, that we very often do a pre-talk, which sets the foundation of here's what is going to happen, here's what's not going to happen, and to look at any modifications we might be making right now is just simply an extension to that. Uh, This is why by the time this episode launches, I'm recording the videos tomorrow, um, I'm replacing some of the videos on the Virginia Hypnosis website. Because to have a video up right now talking about when you come into the office, when you're sitting in one of these chairs, is a little incongruent. And I'm purposefully not going to do the full production value that's on some of the other videos on the page. Because they're going to be shot in front of my computer. Mm. I may do the second camera take as I did, uh, where it kind of shows the setup of what I'm looking at. And again, just treat it as this is how, as much as we bring an attitude of normalcy to it as much as possible really is what presents to the client oh, okay this is just how we do it
1: yeah that, that's one of the things that i said to my uh, my staff uh yesterday as well uh we already have this uh, because i don't like to do pre-talks uh, in the therapy room uh like a few years ago i recorded uh, a pre-talk video so they get a they, uh, they just receive it the moment uh, they make an appointment so they can watch it at home and they get all the information and that's what i um i gave as an example to my uh, my staff uh, my, my therapy staff i said okay let's make another video uh in the same um style as we we do uh, as i recorded the, the pre-talk video uh, wherein we explain what is a good online session, how they can prepare themselves. And of course, um, yeah, in, in also in my pre-talk session is, uh, yeah, when you have still questions, the moment you arrive in the hypnosis center, you can ask all the questions. Yeah, of course, they're not going to arrive in the hypnosis center anymore for a few months. So, uh, yeah, we should uh, adapt uh, all those things a bit to to make it, uh, of course, congruent with, with with what is going on.
0: Yeah, and I think in the long term, we're going to come back to a you know state of new normal. Yet there's going to be some innovation that comes out of this that now it proves even more greater viability as this is a process. You said something earlier I want to go back to, which was that from your perspective, the session online is the same as the session in person. Can you expand on some thoughts on that?
1: My, my sessions are, are always really short and, uh, and powerful. Um, And I can do the same uh, online. I had this client in, um, it it was actually an Italian guy who lived in in Switzerland. And he was doing, uh, he was booking online sessions with me all the time. And he never had an issue to solve. So he, he just wanted to experience hypnosis. But of course, yeah, Mm-hmm. yeah he wanted really like uh normally i do a session it's like 10 15 minutes uh when i have to to solve a problem but here there was no problem he just wanted to um has uh to experience as much hypnosis for for his money so one day i um because I work in Dutch, uh, of course, all the time. So, whenever I have an English-speaking client, for me, it's a very good practice because uh, at that time I was still preparing myself to start traveling and then also go to conventions. But of course, at, in conventions, I want to do demonstrations, but I want to do demonstrations in English because that's the the, the language at those conventions. But I, I most of the time i uh, do sessions in dutch so i really want to get used to do my demonstrations in english as well so this italian guy was was actually uh, yeah uh, he paid me to 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 practice my uh, my english uh, <laughs> demonstrations with him and there was this this uh, uh one uh, appointment that he made and he said yeah i really want to go really deep and experience a lot of things and uh so i actually did my entire hypnosis show with that guy on <laughs> online i, nice. I also I, so I, every <laughs> every bit of music that i use that i use in my hypnosis show i sent through uh to his to his end um, so everything was there uh the music was there all the suggestions were there and he was doing all the skits in his uh, in his apartment uh and he really loved it and, and for me that was was a very good uh, exercise to do all those things uh in english and also to to use the, the the music send it to his end and see all the the reactions uh so that was really great and um i i also experienced when i when i do um really therapeutic sessions uh and especially um for every single session i did online uh, I always install um, the Swan. I, I really love to work uh, with the Swan and then also with the with yes and no signals. Every time I had the feeling that that like that the subconscious mind really understand that there was a distance between us, that, that there was only uh, the screen that I that I had uh, to work with. And every time the the yes and no signals were extremely big. It was really movements of the hand, so mm. uh, so it was really easy for me to. Uh, to to understand what was going on so uh that's something that i uh, experienced a lot when doing online sessions so for me it's 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 as uh, powerful as a a one-to-one session of course when you are uh this therapist that use a lot of uh touching or or you you combine your hypnosis sessions uh with with tapping or, or other techniques where you really need that physical contact then there are, there are some limitations of course but most of the time i i all the techniques that I use in my therapy room, I can use them online as well.
0: Well, I think the the question often comes to, instead of being, what can't I use? Instead, what can I use instead? So, no. I mean, the simplest example is that if a Dave Ellman, uh, this is a conversation that keeps popping up, the Dave Elman uh, floppy arm drop inside of the process, we could just have the client lift their arm up and let it plop down themselves. Um, I use something that I picked up from Ken Gutso years ago about using some of the muscle testing as an instant feedback mechanism um, and looking at and to go, okay, well, I can't reach through the camera lens and do that. But what's another bit of hypnotic phenomenon that I can do that has a kinesthetic result right away. So it's actually driving many of us to become more creative inside of what we do. And I think the better thinking is that, you know, rather than what can't we do instead, what can we do?
1: Yeah, of course. It, it's, uh, those, those things will uh, make you more creative, will, will give you new ideas to do uh, stuff. I was uh, last week I was teaching at uh, hypnobis Australia my fast and powerful induction training and and of course always there is the question which which is the best the best induction or uh, what is the, the your go-to induction uh, and I explain always when I do trainings um, about inductions or when I do in my my uh, seven day training I talk about the inductions there is no best inductions you always have to found uh, find something that is suitable for the situation for the client and for yourself so with uh, w- when i do a one-to-one client most of the time i use my, uh, a hand drop induction or the eight word induction mm-hmm. uh, or my brand new robs flip-flop induction uh but i can't do that online because there, uh, of course that that's not working online so on- online I, I most of the time go to an eye induction so there is there is an induction there is a technique there is a deepener there is everything is available for every situation so that that's uh, uh, also online uh, if you want to do some tests if you want to do some phenomena you can do everything uh, i did an entire hypnosis show with that guy so yeah <laughs> so then yeah,
0: then you can do tests that's uh, <laughs> that's for sure well this is this is a conversation in which i love how a lot of the folks that i'm inviting on during this series are bringing up some of the same themes that um, i was talking with someone last week carrie who's in uh, perth in australia and he brought up the fact that there is a small time delay sometimes with these technologies which the solution simply becomes what we often would end up doing in a remote session anyway become a little bit more demonstrative with your language a little bit more specific with your instructions see that we have that compliance in motion Do, do you have some tips let's say for the actual practitioner in terms of how they can better approach the technology side of things and just make it a better experience for their client.
1: In the past, I, I was using uh, Skype and uh, I, I encountered sometimes some problems with Skype. There were there were some sessions that uh, for me, I, I decided not to go through because most of the fact it was at the end of the client so that they didn't have like decent uh, internet connection. I'm, I'm speaking years, years ago right, now. Right, yeah. The last a uh, few uh, years even when when i start using zoom i didn't have that uh, that issue anymore and um, of course more and more clients have decent uh, decent internet um, but i like yesterday i was talking with somebody i met uh, in australia somebody from new zealand and uh, she said uh, yeah I'm, I'm doing sessions with my client now but i have to go to my um driveway to the end of my driveway and i sit in my car and that's the best way i i have internet because we don't have (laughs) really good internet Uh, so but you can have a client that has that, that that same problem uh so what i always do um before I start the session, I, I, of course I have a conversation with the, the client, and then I, I pay really attention to uh, whatever is going on in the in the live stream. And if there is uh, any delay, if there uh, if there are like uh, jumpy images or, or, or frozen images, and if if the um, if it's not good, then uh, I'm probably not gonna gonna go on with the session. I really want to have a clear view and a and a good. Of course, I always give the seconds after I do my induction and then uh, a few deepeners. Uh, then I I, give, uh, I will give the suggestion that the moment they, they can't hear me anymore or they can't see me anymore, or there is uh, a, a loss of connection that they just pop out of hypnosis and, and try to get in contact with me. So I really want that everything is, is, is really safe. To, to give an example, that, that Italian guy, uh, of course, the more sessions we did, the more um, responsive we get for hypnosis. So he, he became a really uh, super, super, super somnambulist. So I, we never had that problem. But I'm quite sure that the, the moment that there was a loss of connection, he was, not, he, he was popping out of hypnosis because of the fact that I installed it. But I'm quite sure that if, if it was not installed with him, he might stay in hypnosis for a few hours because he was like, <laughs> yeah, he was really enjoying it. He was getting addicted to it, uh, so that was was. Uh, well, you was, know, let's
0: get specific on that. What are you doing to install that uh, strategy if the connection drops out?
1: So the the thing that the the moment uh, after my induction, and I, I do a, yeah, like I, say, I just say a few times deeper, deeper, and then I say uh, from now on, every time uh, you. Um, you don't hear me anymore, uh, or you, uh, if there is the connection is lost, then you will open your eyes, you will be back in the room, you will be uh, totally alert, and you will get to. Try in in touch with me as soon as
0: possible. Yeah. Okay. So you're doing that in the process, is when you're. Yeah. Starting. Yeah. I
1: do. I do it right away, so so yeah. that it's, that it's installed because you never know there there might be an ele- electricity uh, failure or internet failure or uh, at my end or at their end it, it it can happen. So so many things can happen, and I, I just want to be clear that that they they will pop out and uh, and and get in touch with me. So. Uh, so that 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 security is 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 there and that's also what i teach in my in my trainings uh, at the end of my 7 day training i talk about doing sessions online although m- most of my students never use it they will use it now but uh, i already um uh, tomorrow at 11 i will do um a webinar with uh, only for my students here in belgium to explain again all those things about doing sessions online because most of them never did a session because of the fact that we don't have uh, a demand right. here in belgium
0: well i love that aspect of again the flexible nature of where we can put it that and it's the same as any disclaimer we put into the process that you know the stage hypnotist May sometimes use the phrasing of um, you know only ever head back to the audience if I direct you to do that. Um, you know, a lot of people I know. Mark Safar tells the story in his show of the guy who walked back to the audience and was still doing all the routines um, yeah. <laughs> because the subjective experience was not what the guy expected it to be. Um, I, I I bounce back and forth. Sometimes I will do it during the process. Uh, more recently, I've just been kind of letting it be a throwaway moment and just you know very obviously that. If for some reason the connection drops out, clearly you'll immediately know that, and just easily reestablish the connection, and we'll pick up exactly where we left off. Makes sense, nope. and, and just let it kind of be this throwaway thing of just that's just the most obvious thing that we would do, and just nope. treating it nope. that with that attitude. You put up a, a video online. Is it okay if we add that to the show notes? Yeah, this of course. Uh, Which uh, uh, I've got to have you chat about the uh, the the thing about the cat yeah uh, <laughs>
1: no one one of the one of the things that I uh, wanted to um, to give as advice to everybody because I can assume that people are, are now in like in a rush to do uh, things like this and say okay we have to go online now and and we never did it before and I just put my lap some people just can't drive to their office because uh, or they, they don't uh, like like my my therapists they they work at my offices of course but everything is closed so they they have to to do the sessions from their home mm-hmm. and i can imagine that a lot of uh, therapists out there uh, have the same problem so they are not allowed to drive to their office uh, so they have to do it at home but of course uh, because of the fact that everybody has to stay home also the children are there and and uh, there is maybe other uh, people walking around and so my advice was um be sure that it, it the session online is as professional as you do the session in your therapy room so uh, maybe clear out the room in your house that you can uh, sit uh, that you uh, are at ease that nobody is entering that room that they're the moment of course the moment uh, when somebody is hypnotized their eyes are closed and they're not going to see that uh, the grandmother is uh, at your back walking through uh, the image but um, uh, that's not what you want of course um so just imagine uh, you're uh, doing your pre-talk or you're just discussing what the problem is and what what the goal is for your client and uh, yeah your cat is uh, is, is in the <laughs> same room and it jumps uh, on your laptop and it starts. Uh, pushing with the, with their head against you and then you have to, to uh, say to the cat that she has to go away. It's not professional, of course. And I, I can imagine, especially when, when the first uh, few sessions that people are doing, they just don't think about that. Yeah. They just put up a, a laptop and they say, okay, uh, I have to see this client because uh, it was scheduled and they just do it and all, all those things might happen. And that doesn't give a, a good professional look. Uh, so I think it's really important that everybody thinks about the way that they're going to to act and that they just uh prepare their themselves uh, in a good way that they have a, a room where they can do it where they will not be disturbed it's, it's the same for for the therapist as for the client of course and then they can then they can do a, a good professional session with the same good results as if it was a session uh, one-to-one in, in the therapy room
0: you know it's where along the way there'll be those moments where certain things pop up you haven't yet Troubleshooted. You haven't yet figured out what will happen in that situation. There's a there's a catchphrase that comes out of my live trainings, which is that let's look at a technique like a hand drop instant induction. Which there's a bit of choreography to that. You know, there's a bit of exactly the hand goes here, this hand goes there. Here's the interaction. Here's the safety of it. And if someone gets the steps wrong, they suddenly find themselves in a position that's just not comfortable. Yeah. um and, and the the beauty of that becomes at least in the training environment is to go you know what's great about that you will never make that mistake ever again <laughs> Yeah, of course, so the of moment course, the cat's course. you know jumping up and
1: of course sometimes by doing something wrong uh i had it when i was uh creating my uh fast and powerful induction uh online training uh i was rehearsing uh like 22 inductions because of course I, I don't do those 22 inductions on a daily basis yeah i, I do like five of them i use on a <laughs> daily basis so i i really wanted to be prepared the moment that the volunteers we we, we had a, a call out for volunteers because i really want just to have people from outside uh, to, to be the subject on the on the video so i was just uh, with with one of um, uh one of my staff at that time uh rehearsing those inductions and all of a sudden i was thinking but ah that was not exactly the way that it's it, it supposed to be. but and and then i, I re-watched uh, a video of of, of uh, my mentor jeffrey stevens doing that induction i said mm, i'm doing it wrong but actually i'm doing it better (laughs) Uh, so i did something totally wrong and it it, it's that way that i came up with the with the robs flip-flop induction but at that time i was not sure maybe i saw it somewhere else so i sent a a video uh, a recording of that uh, rehearsal to sean michael andrews and i said hey sean i did this and i'm not sure that uh, i think i i created it myself by doing something wrong with the other induction Uh, but yeah you know a lot of uh, those inductions I'm. I, I just wanted to be sure that I didn't uh, unintentionally stole the idea from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I never saw it before. He said, but I really love it. <laughs> and well, so I've got,
0: I've got the opposite of that with Sean, which is that he and I taught a class together that we now have as a product, Master Hypnotist Course, and is March 2017. And I did my original, you know, full-on hypnosis certification with him, and I introed a technique by saying, Here's something that I learned from you back in like 2007, and he then goes, I've never seen that before. <laughs> Which then, of course, became the moment of, well, here's a Jason Lynette original. <laughs> no, it's that, no, it's that innovation that we we will make do with what we've got, the same as a client will hit some specific epiphany and you'll try to reverse engineer, how do I make this happen more consistently? You you brought up stage hypnosis. And in one of my early shows, this is now a 12-year-old story at this point, that I did the classic, you know, it's getting cold, grab onto the person next to you, and they help you warm up even further. And one time I threw in the phrase, and the person on the other side is even warmer, grab a hold of them too. And I didn't expect it that the big guy on the end of the row suddenly grabbed me. (laughs) And it was the biggest laugh of the night. I yep. completely lost it and took me a few moments to reclaim composure. <laughs> and it was the thing that everyone talked about. You know what's funny about yep. that, Rob, though? The other 300 or so shows I did after that one, can you believe the luck? Every single time, the big guy in the end of the row always grabbed me. And always, I lost composure, and it was the fun. Yeah, I figured out yeah. a way to make it happen on purpose. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah,
1: <of course. laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing that uh, a lot of people uh, don't get when they go to like uh, a, a comedian or something, and they uh, they just think, oh, the comedian is reacting to something that's that's going on, but. Yeah, actually when you go the day later or the day before he was act, uh, reacting at the same kind of thing it, it just makes uh, make sure that this is going to happen and then if he's a good actor is a good comedian then it looks like it just only happened that night and that's that's something that's really really nice and um most of the the also uh before when i did my other shows like clown shows and and, and magic shows i always adapted to my shows to things that that just happened during the show and that were really good and then yeah you find a way so that it will happen the next time uh, as well and that that's how good uh, skits or good jokes uh, comes alive of course by but some things that are, are going wrong or are, are not going as you uh, expected so
0: yeah and I'd highlight something back to what you said that really The same as everything we've talked about, about how to modify your process, how to treat it as being absolutely normal, because it is. It's how a lot of us have been doing sessions for years. Uh, I would highlight that uh, today's a day that I was recording four of these, uh, but now it's three. Because as of yesterday in the United Kingdom, they issued a stay-at-home order, uh, which changes it up. Uh, Because like right now, at least as of today, as I'm recording, uh, it was the governor of Virginia that put out the big release yesterday that... The school year is now canceled. The rest of the school year, and they're still deciding exactly what that means, um, defining what are uh, essential businesses and non-essential businesses. Right. I love the conversations that liquor stores and marijuana dispensaries are still considered <laughs> essential. No. Um, but this does throw in and it lists things like you know the exceptions of uh, how you know home supply stores can modify, how pet food stores and grocery stores can modify. But at least in terms of the Virginia press release that. I'll read it here. Any brick-and-mortar retail business not listed above may continue to operate but limit all in-person shopping to more no more than 10 patrons per establishment. If any such business cannot adhere to the 10-patron limit with proper social distancing requirements, it must close. Uh, I, I can read that, and I could say at least in terms of Virginia hypnosis, it's just me and one client that being said, I'm kind of leaning more on the side of risk management to go, I don't want to be the guy who has to call someone up and say, hey, I've been diagnosed, you need to get to a hospital. yeah um, so I'm just I've moved everything online during this time frame. and at least as of now, based on that phrasing, I'm allowed to drive, my office is three miles from home. I come to my office, this way here, I, I love my kids, but it's a little quieter here, um, <laughs> and I've got more control over that. But that being said, Michelle and I, my wife, we've already discussed if there is a stay-at-home order. Here's how we can modify: where I would just set up shop in a bedroom, and you know, just be mindful of the hours. So there's, there's where there's a where's that where there's a will, there's a way. Where there's some creativity, we can make this work.
1: Yeah, of course, there's always uh, a way to do. To... Yeah, to keep the the, the business going, of course, and and, and to find solutions. And uh, uh, here in Belgium, we still can drive to our work. So I I drive to my office uh, also to to have some quiet and to work over there. And uh, like tomorrow, uh, when I do that online thing with my students, I will be at my office. Uh, but of course the moment they say that we can't do that anymore, like in France, uh, for example, or, or, like Italy, yeah, then we, uh, have to find another solution and then, then yeah, I will, uh, find a way I don't have kids. So, uh, so nobody, uh, except for my wife can uh, disturb me when I'm uh, doing <laughs> sessions here, but uh, <laughs> our house is big enough. So we can, uh, we can, uh, be, uh, uh, far enough, <laughs> uh, away from each other. So they can't, uh, distract me when I do like online session or something but of course there there is always there's always a solution
0: right and before we wrap it up here any tips any advice in terms of uh business as usual having those inquiries coming in and still being available because clearly this is a time where people are stressed this is a time where people are anxious i keep coming back to frank kern in the marketing world who put out something to his audiences going you can continue to run your business during this just don't be the person who runs your business because of this so what, what advice do you have for people in terms of getting out there and still having those new inquiries coming in?
1: Oh, well, the thing is, I think uh, it, it's really important that you stay uh, in the picture, of course. So don't go like, uh, yeah, probably uh, the next three months I can't see clients, uh, so I'm I'm going offline and I'm not uh, put myself out there anymore. So keep doing that, of course, just to to be consistent. And then one of the other things, uh, the the one thing that I didn't stop at the moment is my my telephone service. So uh, the moment a client uh, calls our office, there will be somebody picking up the phone it's it's uh an, an outsource uh, service that that does it but i didn't stop that contract because i really want that everybody can can reach us of course there are less uh, phone calls now uh, because people are busy with, with uh, other stuff but uh, yeah uh, between eight and uh, six uh, in the evening our phone will be answered and i think that's that's really important yeah so even if you don't have like a service like that ju- just don't say okay i i will uh, uh let them go through voicemail be there for your clients uh, especially because they have questions uh, at our place it's of course uh, the students and the clients uh, but be there uh, be, be sure that uh, that their emails are answered that everything is is like like it should be that it's like normal and, and don't hide yourself uh, be sure to be out there and and that it's one of the things that i'm a bit concerned about all those those con- cancellations already now for like conventions and things like that that are going in august or in september and and i think that's that's uh, like i can i can imagine that they that they decided to do the the, the um, european champion football and things like that and then now the olympic games because of course athletes have to prepare and have to know what, what's going on i can understand that but I can't understand why they are already like announcing um, uh, conventions and, and and gatherings. Like they can they cancel it already for August and September because I think that's maybe giving uh, a bad signal. Um, I'm, I'm really I'm really holding my heart for uh, for Hypnotauts because I uh, saw that uh, Magic Life, what is actually a one week after Hypnotauts in the same venue in Vegas, is cancelled. Mm. So. Um, I, well, really I, think they've, that, they, but I
0: think a lot of these groups have been doing at least a good job of, you know, keeping that communication open and at yeah. least being transparent as to why they're doing what they're doing. And um, mm-hmm. actually, for those, uh, this will be in time, the Hypno Expo, the big conference that the IMDHA puts on, uh, they've been doing that virtual for years uh, mm-hmm. as an option. And just that's the one option. So um, yeah. that's where I'd say, you know, stay tuned to those groups the same way that you and I were chatting before we hopped on. But i opened up a conversation with people signed up for a class right overlapping when this uh, order was issued just mm-hmm. to say yeah, okay so here's three options what's best for you uh rob this was fantastic to have you on here and share some real workable insights where can people find you how can they best get in touch with you uh
1: i have a, of course i have a facebook so they can uh i i'm limited with my uh friends so friend request i probably can't uh, accept anymore, but I also have uh, the European Hypnosis Academy Facebook page. Uh, So that's actually the best way uh, to uh, follow me. Uh, I also have my uh, two weekly hypno advice uh, videos. There is a a YouTube channel, also European Hypnosis Academy, uh, but also when they like the European Hypnosis Academy Facebook page, they will see those uh, videos popping up, of course. Uh, And we have our website, europeanhypnosisacademy.com. Uh, And there they can find uh, the trainings that are uh, going uh, to be live somewhere in the world, but I don't know when. Uh, But of course, also our uh, online trainings can be found on uh, that website.
0: Yeah, and I've got a lot of the programs that Rob has put out online. They're phenomenal. So definitely look into those. Rob, thank you so much for coming on. It was my pleasure. Jason Lennett here once again, and as always, thank you so much for using this as a resource in terms of advancing this profession, leaving your reviews, sharing it on your social media streams, and again, to keep in contact with what's going on in the industry, the hub right now for us is over at worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash now online no punctuation, no spaces in the middle, just the two words pressed up against each other now online. That's where you'll find that step by step technical tutorial, a bit of a shopping list of the resources that I personally use, and then some upcoming educational events, which are happening interactively online as well. So check that out. Again, worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash now online. I look forward to seeing you live and in person very soon. And as we're saying this month, of course, wash your hands. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at WorksmartHypnosis.com.